I'm sitting here with Dean Velasco. Did I get it, did I get it right? Uh, that is. All right. Velasco. Velasco. Velasco is here at Let's Tune Media Studios, and we're going to be, uh, we'll find out who this guy with the really cool mustache and sideburns is that you see all over social media. If you're doing anything in Santee and you don't know Dean, you're doing it wrong. Santee and La Mesa now. And I've, now La Mesa. I've expanded here to La Mesa. I'm a big part of the uh, the La Mesa Chamber of Commerce. Uh, Mary England over there is awesome and her staff and... Uh, and uh, Laura Lothium, she's she's a great council person out here in La Mesa. So I've got to meet some really cool people. Yeah, and that's where we're at right now is La Mesa, not too far from Norma Jeans. Norma Jeans, which, which was which which is now Dino's Pub. Dino's Pub. Yes, yes. Norma Jeans, uh, um, a, a really cool place. It's been there for quite some time. It's 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 been. I don't know, fifty years or something. I mean, it has some old school flavor and some old school looks in there and uh and norma jeans was one of the first bars i went to when i turned 21 and so i went there with a fake id oh yeah well <laughs> i'll see, be honest i didn't have a fake id back then but i did go there to sing karaoke and karaoke is one of those things where you just have a fear of and i remember going there when i was just turned 21 with my buddy and his uh, sister and she wanted to sing a song and i was so petrified to sing um so i had quite a few drinks and uh, we got up there and sang Summer Lovin' from Greece. All right. Yeah. Happened and, so fast. Yes. And and if you've ever sang that song on a karaoke form, it has blue words for the guy part, for the traditional male part, and pink words for the girl part. And you sing, it's like a duet. Yeah. And somewhere around the second um, verse, uh, I started singing the girl part in a girl voice. Um, because I was <laughs> so nervous. Alcohol will do that to me sometimes and too. I was so nervous and I was like going to black out because I'm, I have this big personality and, and a lot of folks see me on, on camera or video or a podcast. But, um, when I'm doing it in front of people, that's like, that's scary for me. So I just like was sitting there and, and then at some point she like taps me on the shoulder when I'm singing the girl part and girl voice. Are you singing soprano at that point? Uh, yeah. Alto. I I really don't know those terms. They're just the Alan Jackson song, which says, we like the girls to sing soprano, where I come from. (laughs) Yeah, so... uh so that was my first experience with um, with uh, with uh, uh, karaoke, and and twenty what twenty four years later, I was able to to purchase it. And uh, yeah, it, and so how does that happen? I mean, it's a bar, and a bar is a big thing. And and every and you today, the Powerball is at one point two billion dollars. But I, I think that you've already won the lottery. I mean, Erica, your wife's fantastic. You guys are hitting almost a 19-year milestone, right? And mm-hmm. anniversary coming up. Oh, yeah. We have a 19-year... An- well, no, I'm sorry. No, those are wrong dates. Those are wrong dates. I don't want to get this wrong. Don't get it I wrong. Get, get- See, now I'm planting mm-hmm. weird uh, numbers our, in your head. Our wedding anniversary is coming up on November 17th. I'm sorry. November 14th. Okay. Good man. <laughs> and we are going to be at 25 years old. Wed. 25 years wed. Yes, and we're 30 years together. Wow. So so Facebook gave me wrong information. Yes, Facebook... Um, uh, it wasn't even around that long. Yeah, in 2007 is when I, I, I was on Facebook. That was a cool story, too. My brother was part of MIT, and the only way you can get on Facebook is if you had a college... You had a college ID. E- email address. Email, that's so, what it was. So yeah. I had a uh, Dean Velasco at, at, at uh, uh, MIT.edu. 
to wow. get on face. He's like, oh, you want to try this out? And then, you know, MySpace was big back then. So yeah. I switched over to uh, Facebook, and I've, I've been on there ever since. I mean, I have pictures, all of my pictures, and every now and then I'll do one of those data dumps where I download everything they have of mine in case, you know. I need to do one of those to take a big dump on Facebook. Yeah, and you get all your photos and all the stuff that's been kind of there forever. But um, so yeah, uh, Eric and I have been together for coming up on thirty years. And wow, congratulations! So this will be your your twenty nine years right now. Yeah, this will be your thirtieth anniversary coming up. Well, it's together. That's together. Together. together Wed yeah. is Wed, yeah. uh, is twenty five. But um, which is that's insane. So did you guys meet in high school or we met before high school? Actually, wow. I, I had a a purple mohawk. I worked at uh, one of my. One of my family restaurants. We've been in the restaurant business my whole life. My, oh. dad, my dad has here in San Diego. That's why I love this podcast stuff because you learn. Yeah, and um, and I remember um, living. I was living at the beach above the Robertos in Mission Beach, across from the roller coaster. I was living there with my brother. That's a great spot. At one point in my life, post divorce, pre girlfriend, I was right right about a block away from there. Great spot. Yeah, so we lived in I think it was like 356 Mission Boulevard, and and um, uh, my brother and I uh, had I had enough money saved just from you know working, and I gave him all the money I had. We paid for three months of rent, and I moved in with my big brother. I was 17. I moved in with him, and we lived there and lived off of um, popcorn with no butter and <laughs> uh, baked potatoes or potatoes. We'd we'd make in the microwave. Yeah. And, and back That's then, how I live now sometimes. And back then, if you remember, Whoppers were 99 cents. Yeah. So that was our treat. Every now and then we go to, and there was a cool place called Mr. D's. And it was a place huh. that had no wait staff. You'd go up to the window, order it. You'd serve your own milk. And it was like $1.99 for pancakes and some milk. And so that would be like a big treat. Don't but, you like the restaurants to do the same thing, but then they charge you like $30 for ordering up at a, yes. <laughs> at a window these days. Yeah, nowadays it's totally different. But back then it was like a it was a weird thing that you got your own silverware and you got your own plates, you clean up your own. But um, I loved Mission Beach. And I, so I, I lived there with my brother. And, and then my one of my other brothers came over with his girlfriend and she brought her friend and, and it was Erica. And Erica's Oh, little, wow. She was a little gothic girl and that was like a big yeah, thing. Yeah, that was a great thing. It's still a great thing now. It's yeah. cool. It's the style, man. That was 1992. And, um, and, I, was, and I was there... And I kind of, she got her, her friend, her girlfriend, my, my brother's wife at the time was, oh, you better, he's, your, his brother's going to flirt with you and all that. And then I tried to play it cool when they came over. I was like, hey, you guys want to go look at the gun, the grunion are running tonight. So wow, the old grunion run, huh? So I, I kind of ignored them and they watched a movie and I went down grunion hunting because that was, you know, what you did and you lived yeah. at the beach. And you needed to eat. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, um, but that's when we met, and ever since then, I just I just fell in love with her. She was such a sweet person. She still is, and and everybody that gets to know Erica, she's she's just such a cool person and uh, well, awesome and and fantastic. Uh, and it's just been a fun fun ride. And we've you know uh, we've grown up together. We've had kids. We've had houses. We've um, she's she's a integral part of my success. She's she's been my right hand man. She's always supportive. She knows that um, she calls me a, a dreamer and a doer. Yeah, and because I've always had these dreams, like I want to do this, I want to do this, and she's always supported me, and and somehow with enough hard work, I've always been able to pull them off. And uh, this is yeah leading up till now. This the, the the bar that's something I've had a dream for a long time. No, and it's amazing that you know, you made because everyone wants to own a bar, no one actually does it. At least the cool people, like everyone's. I was like, I have a dream, like everyone's dream, but to make that happen isn't an easy process, and and. 
buying a bar? Is that thing in your face? Yeah, I just uh, I can I could look well, through well, it to you. Again, sorry about that. <laughs> um, we were talking about the the mic here. That's why I like you know doing this radio thing or a podcast radio. It's great. But no, so everyone wants to own a bar, but you're in La Mesa. It's alcohol. It's, there's a lot, a lot of moving parts. Um, so how did you like get to like processing? Because it became Norma Jeans, and it was the Alibi, I think, yeah. right? And then so then you're you're purchasing a bar, and was was it is it easy? Was it an easy process? It doesn't sound easy. No, uh, and this one specifically wasn't because you know uh, I I purchased uh, uh, the Alibi, which is Dino's Pub now. Um, during COVID. And so COVID uh, really, really put a strain on a lot of small businesses in, in our town here across the world. But um, so I had an opportunity because, you know, uh, I, I'm not rich by any stretch. Um, I have a, a full-time job um, that we could talk about, but I don't want to say the name. Yep. Um, and uh, and I we had this restaurant out in Santee for a while. We created um, this place called Riverwalk Grill. It was in Town Center Community Park. And I went to the city council, went in front of the city council and and kind of put forth this idea. I wanted to make a destin- destination eatery. I want to make real food, and I want to have beer and wine, and it's right in the middle of one of our Santee Public Parks. Yeah. And um, we have really cool events there. You know, we have the, uh, we just, the Brew and Bright, Brews and Bites was just there um, last week. You were there. Were you- I did not make it. I I know. That's the coolest event in Santee. You I- pay one price, you eat and drink all you can for four hours. So I... That happens sometimes, especially with social media, because I love being at all things. If if I'm invited, like ninety nine percent of the time, I'm going to be there, unless I have something like I like I can't miss. And so that's one of those ones where I saw it after the fact. I'm like, oh man, like I get I get like bummed out. Yeah, it was formerly known as the Bluegrass, and we, we um, went through a name change, uh, just a different branding, rebranding, up, yeah. update branding. It Blue, was called Bluegrass is great, but it's not for everybody. Yeah, so it's and and the event's so much more than Bluegrass. So we renamed it, and we named it uh, the Santee Twilight Brews and Bites, and it just kind of speaks to what it is. There's an opportunity drawing. There's all the local food, uh, the eateries. They come out there and they give samples. All the local breweries, wineries. Uh, distilleries and it's just fun it's the community comes together there's music playing you go around to each booth and um and all that so that happens at the park that riverwalk rules and riverwalk rule we started kind of from the ground up it didn't exist nothing existed there i went what was the was there a structure yes the building was there they built it when they built the park uh, 12 15 years ago and it was going to be a snack bar for the football and um and it never really it never really turned into anything, and it because and really, that takes effort. <laughs> yes, it wasn't open. So I saw this opportunity. I'm like, there's a structure there. I can get a license. I can get approval. So I put seating in. I put fencing in. I went to the ABC. I created a a, a beer and wine license from the scratch, which is a hard. That's way harder that, to do than buying one. Yeah. So I went there. I went through all of those hoops, and I got a beer and wine license in the middle of our park with the with the approval of the city and the staff. And um, I showed them how we could make this place a really cool venue. So, and and the, the the thing about Riverwalk Grill is I still have, you know, for 20 plus years, 23 plus years, I've been at a local um, company here in town and I'm a senior staff architect and I do a lot of the system design and, and, um, and uh, project management for, for large systems. So I've always had that, but nights and weekends, I've always liked to do stuff. So this was a perfect fit. I was like, hey, we could do this. And, and I asked my family, hey, can you be a part of this? And so my, my daughter, my son, my wife, and me, we started Riverwalk Grill. And uh, 
four years in, it was ultra successful. It was very, very, it was a lot of work. Yeah. And um, just staff management and everything. Just well, There was no staff. The staff <laughs> was those four people. Was, oh, and wow. on busy weekends, I'd have my brother Ian or my brother Lonnie come because I'm like, hey, we're going to be really busy or this is a specialty event. I want to be able to schmooze because you want to go shake hands and kiss babies. Yeah, exactly. So that's um, my favorite part of the job. Yeah. So we, we, uh, the, the Riverwalk Girl was really successful. And then I'm like, you know, one night I was in there. Um, I just got back from India for my, my day job and uh, you know, I, I just so much work and I'm in there mopping cause I'd send my family home and, um, at, and I'd finish cleaning up and then closing the shop. And one night I'm in there mopping at nine 30 at night going, I have a call at six, six AM with India. And I'm like, this is just too much. And I was super stoked of what I had turned the Riverwalk grill into. So I, I went to the city and said, Hey, I, I, I'm going to sell this. I, you know, this, I need to give this to somebody who can bring it to the next level. Be, yeah. open, be open more hours. Our busiest year, we were open 53 times the entire year. Wow. Um, but on big events and stuff. So I, I I sold that. And then, you know, two months later, you know, uh, Erica and I are going out. We're going to happy hour. We're going to all the um, the events around town. Oh, and you're at a lot of them. Yeah. So, and then I was sitting there going, we need something out. We need something to do. And and I went to her and I'm like, I said, honey, can I buy a bar? And, <laughs> uh, and it's, it's, you know, and she said, you know what? That's you've always wanted a bar. She's like, as long as you hire staff. And I was like, okay. So that gave me the green light to go at least yeah. pursue a little further. So, um, uh, I, I have a buddy who owns, uh, 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 Joe who owns the alibi in Hillcrest owned it for a long time. His father owned it. He owns it. Um, he owns the alibi in Santee and I, he owned the La Mesa alibi. And I went and talked with him. I know they were having struggles there. It's just that whole, everything was having such hard it time. It was a r- really hard time. So I started that negotiation and getting back to how hard it is to buy a bar. It was, yeah. it was rough because they had some, they had some past stuff they needed to take care of with the landlord and, you know, coming out of COVID. So it was like a six month process. But once we kind of got all the negotiations figured out with the, with the um, uh, property manager, the owner of the property and Joe, we were able to come to a deal and, um, and we took keys and shoot, uh, like November, late November last year. So wow. it's almost been a year. Almost been a year. Our grand opening was um, November 5th. So we're planning a, um, a November 5th, uh, you know, one year anniversary party right now. I'm, I'm working on trying and, to get banned. In and there. that's coming up right now. And let's just take a, just a quick little break here and we'll get right back. Okay. We just do that for our little break part. Okay. <laughs> but um, we don't really take a break. Yeah. I just want to, I lifted it up because it was down low. Yeah, we edit stuff up. This part can turn right here. This is what I like to do. Right. It's like different strokes, right, for different folks. I just don't like it being an eye view of you. Yeah. I was distracting you. Okay. Like that. That's cool. I just want to, yeah, I need to get back pointed at me. There we go. Yep. But now what's going to be is it's going to be different. Your your editor's going to have to go in there and fix <laughs> that audio. It'll, you know what? We're, um, we're, Hang on here. We're we're doing as much as we can with making things perfect, but I think good 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 to great, great to good, we'll all be there. Now, how is the flow of this? Is this too much, no, too much every, talking? No, I I wanted to have a, a real conversations with people, like okay. like we would just be telling me the way we're talking, just with a microphone recording it. Okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure it's following your expectations. Yeah. So, so now we're back, and you just received the keys to your first bar. I did, and and you, know, I can't. What's tell the you, dance you do? I can't tell you. I was very stoked, and I I just shared the one year memory the other day when we put up our yellow thing. You know, on any new business, you'll see anyone with an alcohol 
you'll see that yellow saying new. Uh, yeah, yeah, the change of ownership. Yeah, change of ownership yeah. thing. And um, so I just shared that on, on Facebook the other day. And uh, um, it was, I remember putting that up and I was so excited. It was so, we, we still hadn't f- finished the paperwork to purchase it, but I needed to start the alcohol license transfer because that's a big part of it. And um, so when I shared it the other day, it's funny, I got a call from my father. He's a little older and he's like, oh son, I, I, I saw this uh, thing you're doing. And he thought I bought another place. I'm like, no dad, trust me, you'll know when I, when I go for another place. Yeah. But, uh, I was like, that was just a memory. So I was super stoked, and um, we posted. I posted something online on our um, on our personal page. On my personal page, Erica and I. Um, I took a picture of us. We were up at the uh, um, Eel Barbecue up off there, off the old Highway 80, and I, I we were we were having a beer there. And I took a picture, and I kind of posted this whole thing on what I saw my vision for Dino's Pub to be, and how I wanted it to be different. And um, it was a couple paragraphs. Most people don't read past the first, you know. If you do a video, most people don't watch that past 30 seconds. And yeah. if you write something, they're not going to read. I had 15,000, over 15,000 people see my post about, it got shared, it was shared around through some of the local pages. Yeah. And all. But um, it was just, I wanted to do something different. I mean, I, uh, and, and, and I mean, I come from when I was in high school, everybody reverts back to their high school days, your first day of high school or yeah. your, and um, those I was feelings, yeah, you know? those feelings and, and um, I was a drama nerd in high school. So I, I was in drama. I, I loved it. And I loved all the different friends we had. We had friends from the jocks, you know, the football and the wrestlers. We had band band geeks. We had cheerleaders. All those people came together in drama. And you felt like you were a part of something. Like it was a part of a family. And it was people that on the regular part of the day, you might not go out there and talk to. Yeah, exactly. So I felt... I wanted to make a place like that because we go, uh, Eric and I go to a lot of places. We, we, you guys have a robust lifestyle and groups of friends. We do. And, and we, I feel like all your friends could all get together at one time and it could be a really, it would be interesting, really fun conversation. Yeah, yeah. We have different, we have definitely some different groups of folks that we hang out with. And that's, I've always, I've always embraced. I don't, I don't care where you come from. I don't know what, Me what your background is. Um, I genuinely like people and I like making people feel uh, positive and happy. And I, and I like to bring the environment up. So I wanted, I fundamentally wanted to do that for a bar because Erica and I were going around when I told her, I, you know, when she finally said, yes, you know, get a staff and you can get a bar. Yeah. We started looking at some bars and there are some bars in this neighborhood within a yeah. mile from here. You go in there and if you're not part of the in crew, the regulars, they, people won't look at you. They won't talk to you. If you go there on a busy night, you're just one of the the crowd that are in there. But oh yeah, and then they, I know, I know places you're speaking of right now. Yeah. So I mean, when you go in there on when they're slower, you could see how you'll be treated. And some places are still just not very receptive, even by the staff. Yes, and that's mainly by the staff or yeah. the other patrons. And so I wanted to do something different, and that was my whole platform for Demos Pub. I wanted where you come in there. I don't care. If you're the jock, if you're the football star, if you're the drama nerd, if you're gay, straight, black, white, I want you to come in and feel comfortable. And I made that a big part of the hiring and all of Just my no st- assholes. Yes. So, yeah, and I'll get to that. Um, <laughs> and I wanted to make it to where anybody could come in and feel comfortable because I'd been to, we'd been to a couple places where like, okay. And one place we actually like, I said out loud, well, I guess we're not supposed to be here. And this is five minutes. Nobody asked us. There's one girl in there. She didn't ask if, if we wanted a drink. We sat at the counter next to some regulars. And after I finally said, well, I guess we're not supposed to be here, honey. And we were about to leave. The guy next to us says, oh, how are you doing? And I'm like, 
Okay, so I wanted to do something different. Yeah, and you wanted to build build a destination, a feel, an environment. Because it is how you feel. A vibe. Yeah. And and the vibe at Dino's Pub is awesome. People come in and people talk about it all the time. I mean, I don't have to fish for it. Like, man, the vibe there is really cool. And I made it a big point to my staff. I wanted it to be different, and that's why I had a hard time when we were hiring folks in the beginning, um, hiring the rock star bartenders that have been in the industry for a long time. They all have their own kind of way they do stuff. And sometimes that'll work, but I told them I want it to all fit into the Dino's Pub way. I want, I want, I want to, to to feel this inclusivity. I want people to come in and feel like welcome here, and I want, I want staff, and because I think it starts from the management down, management to staff to customers. The customers feel that from you when they know that hey, a new person comes in, let's make that new person feel comfortable. And I have there, there's a group of regulars now there, um, Nate, Katrina, and Mario, and there's some regulars that gave us a chance and they're in there all the time and they do that. They, they are that customer. So when new people come in, they're like, Hey, you know, how's those, those Phillies, you know, when they are now yeah. a Phillies fan and, and it's, it's been really, really, really cool. Did you have a lot of like holdover staff, like, like not staff, but like, like patrons. Did you have people that were the bar fly before or did they all run away? Well, um, uh, I don't want to say bar fly. Yes. Loyal uh, customer. Regulars. Customer regular. There you that see, I'm not in the food industry yeah. or anything like that. Um uh the environment towards the end of their run wasn't a really it wasn't a positive vibe there. So um I knew I had a lot of work and I knew I had to bring us out of this uh I need I knew we needed to change the clientele and change the everything. So yeah. we went in there, we did a little bit, you know, I put some new paint on, I got some uh, new um, uh, booths and, and changed uh, some of the stuff to make it look different. We put a window in and a garage roll up door. Yeah. Without, um, you know, busting the budget. I mean, just getting into owning a bar, that's, <laughs> yeah. it's not so, a cheap thing. I can this imagine. This goes back to where I'm not a rich guy. I literally took money out of our, our savings, our life savings. And, and that's where I got yeah. the approval. I'm like, honey, I think we could do this. And if we get creative, we can, um, we can uh, make it make it happen. So I, I was on a shoestring budget. I called in a lot of friends. I mean, I do a lot for friends. Yeah, and that's um, the good part about being involved in the community. And I don't normally ask for much. Usually, I'm like, "Hey, you need us to break down that old shed in your backyard with your with your with your father-in-law? Sure, let's do it. We go there Saturday morning, you know, yeah. get some breakfast burritos and do some work. And so I kind of reached out to my friend card. I'm like, "Hey." I'm on a shoestring budget. We need to do a few things. Can you come help? And people just stepped up. I had a cleaning night before we're open. I had a cleaning night. I reached out and I had 78 people show up. Whoa. Because the place, a lot of toothbrushes to scrub the floor with. There was a lot to be cleaned. I don't think it had been cleaned for quite some time. And um, so I bought a bunch of supplies. I bought some pizzas and I said, hey, we get to drink all the old booze and all the old beer. <laughs> booze doesn't go bad. So uh, I had 80 people show up. We played some music, and it was just so cool to see friends wow. show up. And they just, they had towels, they had mops, they had buckets. One had a scrub brush. And we just went to town, and for like three hours on a school night, I had wow. 80, almost 80 of my friends wow. show up to help me clean. And I thought right there, it just started the camaraderie of the space. Like, hey, thank you for being a part of this. Thank you for helping me. And, um, and since then it's just been going and I've always been in the, in the music world. I managed a pop punk band in the 2000s. What band? It was called Zero to None. I know Zero to Zero None. Zero to None was a Santee band. Uh, yeah. The Diaz boys, uh, Jason and um, Steve it, Diaz. Yeah, I worked at Soma right around that time. Okay, so Soma. Um, so I met them in 2002. I moved next to them. And oh, wow. their parents, uh, the Diaz is in Santee. And 
uh, we heard this band practicing all the time, and Erica, I was too chicken. I'm like, I don't know. They sound big and scary because it was just pop punk, and they yeah. were good. Yeah. And Erica went over there one night and met them, and then the next night she's like, oh, you need to go over there. They're really cool people. So I went over there. I met uh, uh, Jason and Steve. They've been really good friends of mine for 20 years now. And um, so I, I saw them. I started going to shows with them. I started get. I saw them getting taken advantage from every bar owner. So every local small band that doesn't have a thousand people following, maybe you get 20, 25 people. I saw them going to places and we would bring 40 people in there and the owner would be like, oh yeah, well, you can't get, you only brought 40 people. You can't get anything. And so that stuck in my head for 20 years. And so when I opened a bar, I wanted to be different. So I, I started managing them because I don't know how to play music. Yeah. But I knew how to be a manager because I was a corporate manager at, yeah. at um, my job, at my day job. Yeah. So I went in and I'd like, okay, negotiate. Here's our negotiated rate. If we bring this many people, this is what we're going to get per head. Yeah, have a beer special, blah, blah, blah. So I started helping them book shows and it was fun. We got into Soma. Lee, yeah. Lee down at Soma. Lee was different. Um, yeah, Lynn. And, Lynn, Lynn. 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 Yeah, Lynn. And there was a... a Aaron's his wife. Yes. So this was in like 2000. That's that's exactly what I, so I, I went to Valhalla High School, but I was working there like 03, 04, 05. Okay, that's when, that's when I, zero to nine. I, I know exactly who they are. So, um, so anyway. And maybe that's why you look so familiar to me too. From, 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 I was old school. From old school. I, I used to, um, I used to take my little sister. She's, she's a few years younger than me and. Uh, during the pop punk years, um, like the used story of the year. Oh yeah, uh, that, that's card. my music right there. Mine too. Um, I used to take her to some all the time. We used to yeah. go to shows, and, and their New Year's show was always fantastic. Yeah, and and I, you know, so I've been part of the music scene forever. So I was just excited on so many different levels for Dino's Pub, and um, just being uh, uh, having a, a just a wide group of friends and 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 political friends because I you know I've yeah been you have a big influence I mean I, I see you running with the most of them with the best of them I'd say you know out in East County Santee all over I mean you and I even pouring beer at Oktoberfest it, that that is one of the funnest events um this Oktoberfest was great this and year. we're talking about the El Cajon Oktoberfest the real one yeah the real one even though we're here in La Mesa right now which I hear they have a good one. It's a street fair. It's a street fair with some uh, some German beer in one of the gardens. Yes. Yeah, and I have not been to it since before I moved to San Francisco, which was probably 05, 06, or yeah, somewhere in there. I've just always said if you can buy Chinese food and a new roof and some fake grass, it's not really an Oktoberfest. It's more yeah. of a street fair, but I they it's it's great. I love. The it's old- great for the community. It helps people out. But the El Cajon Oktoberfest is an actual Oktoberfest. It's an Oktoberfest. And, um, and Frank, uh, Frank Hilliker, Hilliker, oh man, he's an awesome guy. And, uh, I met him years ago and I started uh, volunteering with him, pouring beer also in the, in the carnival in the middle with the uh, Chris Minnie and Ron and, uh, Laura. And now you're pouring beer with me. Yeah. Well, yeah. I got to. <laughs> Two so years I, in a row now. So it's funny. Cause last year when I opened up, uh, Dino's pub and Frank came in for the grand opening, <clears throat> excuse me. And, uh, He's like, oh, does this mean you're not going to serve? You're not going to volunteer at the Oktoberfest anymore? I'm like, no, I got people for this. So this year I was there for. And having staff, you have to. I was there almost 50 hours in the two weekends this year. And uh, last year it was 60, over 60. I mean, I was there from morning till night, cooking, serving beer, cooking, you know, that kind of thing. But um, I love it. I love, I love just being a part of community events. I love supporting. I love helping out during the, in the, 
right in the beginning, if you remember right in the beginning of, of COVID, the pandemic, when everybody was freaked out about everything being gone, uh, Frank um, was open every day during the pandemic and eggs were a shortage for a while. Yeah, food supply was, you know, food insecurity, was, it's real. So Hilliker's Ranch was in, incredibly busy and he, um, he, I did an egg video with them. Yeah. So he made, he, he made mention to it once when we were out uh, having a beer somewhere. And I said, you tell me when you want me to be there. And cause it was right at the beginning of the pandemic. And I was there in my Frank Hilliker orange shirt directing traffic. Cause it was like Disneyland line for traffic, people coming in, just get, and they're going around the roundabout. So, um, you know, that was great just to be a part of that and to help him and help the community. Cause everybody was really scared in the beginning. If you remember. And, oh yeah. It was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, there's so much uh, data that slammed at you all the time. It's kind of hard to remember things now. I'm the way you feel because with the way that you're constantly just getting new data with technology. But yeah, the tech, the, the pandemic was was real. It, I felt it at the beginning, and I wasn't one like one of these guys. Oh, this is BS, and, and yeah, it's a real thing, and it, you have to be careful. But I think that the way it kept going and kept you know, continually it was, did more damage than good that, what they were doing. But that's a whole different That's podcast. a different show. I just wanted to bring it back to <laughs> I loved helping out. Yes, Hilliker we like to help out. He's a good guy, <laughs> local business. He has great eggs. And um, so uh, when he asked it, and so it, the Oktoberfest is awesome. I mean, all of these cool community events kind of helped out with Dino's Pub. And in the beginning, our- that's what makes you like a hometown local bar. Yeah. And I'm a slightly bummed because I wanted to open and had nothing with, with La Mesa. La Mesa is great. I, I grew up in La Mesa. I went to La Mesa Dale, La Mesa Middle, and Helix, which is right down the street. From wow. Rock. Yeah. You hit, that's the trifecta. Yeah. Your studio here is our old stomping ground. We'd walk the, the back way. We'd come here. We'd go to Gemco in the olden days. And Aquarius, Gemco is where Vons is. Yeah. And Aquarius is. Aquarius. I went there when I was growing man, up. And Aquarius was the stuff. Gosh, I wish I was more popular, but um, I still had fun, and I went there all the time. I mean, you're just where your parents or our um, family fun center, family fun center, family fun center. I got dropped off. I, you know, we take a oh, back in the old days, La Mesa dial a ride. Oh, so I don't even know what that one is. That okay. might be a little bit before me. So La Mesa dial a ride was you can go anywhere in La Mesa. They somebody made an agreement with the yellow cab folks or with the, the taxi cab. It was called La Mesa dial a ride, and you can go anywhere in La Mesa for a dollar. Wow. So, of course, it might take you an hour getting there because they'd take a real fare along the way or something, or they'd have five people piled in the car. Yeah. But f- when you're a kid and your parents would kick you out of the house with a buck. Yeah. Or with 10 bucks and yeah. a dollar is good. So we'd That take, would get you far. We'd go to La Mesa, Do- we'd, we'd go to, um, Mesa Family Fun Center. We used to hide the um, golf clubs in, in some of the uh, structures, and then you can go get, get a ball out of the water. <laughs> And you could play for free miniature golf all day, and then it, I had to learn that one. That's yeah. a good one. You just got to hide. You got to hide. Now club. they're tearing them down. They're it's, all being. Tearing. It's so sad. You're driving by on the 67, and it's just gone. And I was like, man, I I've been going that to that one. That's the family fun center for like my whole life. And not just that one. The the one my over, kids have been there. You know, it's 805 sad. was torn down. Yep. Um, they're, yeah, and they're, they're tearing it down. The one off the one sixty three right now. Yep. And it, what's what's a bummer is and those boomers for a while for uh, all you young folks out there. And if you, I don't know how any of them made it through COVID because there's nobody was allowed to go out, and those places barely lived on a shoestring budget. I mean, they that, they had such a giant piece of property, and now anybody. One of the sad things about nowadays is anybody that has a large piece of property, every developer in the world is going after them to try to get it. 
Yeah, you know, property to, taxes to, keep going up. And, and they're just trying to, they want to build a big old something there. So any, and since, since all of those kind of places had big properties, um, the one in El Cajon is probably going to be 500 units or something. Oh, yeah, it's going to be something. I don't even need to know what it's, that's what it's going to be. You know, I'm excited to hear, though, uh, Chuck E. Cheese is coming back. Really? Old yeah. Chuck. Yes, because they started, they closed all those down. Yeah. Well. I mean, there's still some throughout the, the U.S., yeah. but in San Diego, most of them are, are closed. Um, but... Um, you, you might be seeing one pop up here in Santee here. Uh, really? Really soon. There which you is, go. Which is kind of exciting because I think, I mean, there is a market for that. There's a lot of young families in Santee. There's a love for that. I mean, the, the nostalgia behind a lot of these things. I mean, yeah, having everything delivered to you instantaneously and having playing any video game you want at home is awesome. And I get that. But I think that people are burnt out on it. You know, it's like, I, I, I don't. And the quality has gone down so much. Like, getting food delivered and stuff. Like, I lived out in Hamul for a long time. Like, when I moved back down to San Diego to launch my box. And I was my parents have a ranch out there. And so that's just naturally, just, I'm going to move back there and stay at the parents' ranch, help them out, and, uh, you know, get my bearings going. And I didn't, I couldn't get anything delivered. And I came from living up in the San Francisco Bay Area where, like, you Every, heard, yeah, there was, there's services that will park your car for you. So you don't have to deal with and just everything, you know. Like, you, like a page, somebody shows up on a scooter and parks your car. It's called Lux. It's interesting. But there's all these things you heard about firsthand. And then I had from no food delivery. And then, so then I, we moved down to the beach. I live in Crown Point right now. And getting everything delivered, but like quality sucks. The napkins aren't there. I mean, why am I even doing it? And it's fifty dollars, and it's super expensive. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm fundamentally against the food delivery. <clears throat> Excuse me. And one of the reasons why most of those companies take so much from the small business. Yeah. And the small business is only doing that so they can get their 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 name out there, and to get some more sales. But those some of those companies are just really taking it to to the small businesses and since i grew up my entire life in a small business yeah you said you're you the family business yeah so my, my father owned restaurants in san diego for years for almost 50 years what restaurants so as far back as i can remember this is not as far back as he did he used to have some stuff in in downtown when he was in his 20s but when i was six years old he he owned torpedo factory and it was on like 43rd or 42nd University. Yeah. And it was, a, it was a sandwich shop back before Subway's existed, you know, because it was in 1980. Yeah. You know. The old Torpedo. Or, or torpedo torpedo sandwiches. Yeah. That was. And, um, and then after that, he had George's, which was on 42nd University, which was a breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Greasy Spoon. He's yeah. That was, That's great. And that was a great location. Then he bought the, the pantry out in Point Loma on Rosecrans, right there by H&M Fishing Landing. Oh, yeah. It was recently ripped down to build a huge complex. More and more condos. Um, and then from the pantry, that was the first time I started cooking. I was 12 years old. I had, oh, wow. I had four shifts a week that I cooked myself. I was a, the cook for the restaurant. Wow. So I learned cooking. I learned restaurants really, really young. Um, and they got to love that there's still, there's still no regulation on child labor if it's your own child. Well, not necessarily, but I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely when it's your own kid, you're allowed to get away with a lot more stuff. Yeah. Um, and then we went out to Casa de Oro. We owned Jimmy's in Casa de Oro. Wow. We had Little John's Barbecue Pit in um, College Area, right on College Avenue, yeah. top of the hill, Billman College. We had that for like 20 years. We now, owned. was Jimmy's, is that one, uh, is that like a, a franchise type setup? Okay. Yeah, it was a... It was a um, Franchisee, he was a franchisee. Yeah, that, that's great. No, that, yeah, most of them sound like he had original shops, though. 
Yeah, most all of them were yeah, yeah. pretty original. We had uh, Johnny's Lucky Lunch on 30th and University. It's where Luce Libre is now. Oh, uh, which my friend uh, Diego is, uh, him and his brother started Luce Libre, the first you know, over on Washington Street. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's funny. That was one of the ones where when I was first with Erica, I was working there. And was it, it, what was it called? Lucky what? Johnny's Lucky Lunch. Was it Chinese food? No, it was a okay. breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We had an um, uh, one when we took it over. It'd been there for forty years, and um, there was uh, an older waitress. This is back when you're allowed to smoke in restaurants. Oh yeah, and um, we had an you older still can in parts of America. Her name was Ruthie, and she'd come to your table with a cigarette dangling out of her mouth. Oh, hey, honey, what do you want? And then we had another waitress. Wow, that that's had, so cool. Had Tourette syndrome. She'd just curse. She'd wow. be cursing, and you're like, uh, damn, damn it, yeah, yeah. And and I when I tell my dad, I'm like, Dad, what? He's like, Oh, so I'm just like, we'll work it out. We'll work it out. And I and the and the cook was in the front window. The the, the like the 36 inch flat iron grill that I made my you know hamburgers on and my eggs and potatoes and toast and French toast. Was in the window, so I got to see everybody walking by. Wow! And um, that was when I was like 17, 18 ish. But um, so we worked there. From there, we went to um, uh, Tyler's Taste of Texas. Tyler's Taste of Texas. That was you guys. Second Street. I know that one very well. Second Street in Elko, and we had that for eighteen years. Wow! And that um, we recently, recently, it's been six, seven years. But um, that was that was the last restaurant uh, that he was involved in, and um. And then once that closed, I was like, you know, we, we came really close to buying the wagon wheel back in the olden days. Yeah. What, what happened? What, what is it now? Uh, it's a church. It's a church. Now. That's what I thought because I used to go to the wagon wheel. I remember one time I was at the wagon wheel and they were like, oh, it's what? Uh, a hula hoop contest. And then I was like, all right, yeah, let's go watch this. Sign up to be a judge. And then. That was a good one. And then one time they had a wet t-shirt contest and I was, Oh, great. Yeah. And, uh, if you signed up to be a judge, um, that basically meant you were in the wet t-shirt contest. They played a trick on you and then you just look like some chump that's trying to watch it. Wet. But that place was great. I had some great times at the wagon wheel. Yeah. Wagon wheel, Morvaney's, some people know it as, um, that was when I first met up with the boys with zero to none. I, uh, I, Tried so hard to get them to play there just because they were local boys. I mean, yeah. we went to Santee School, which is now yeah. ripped down. It's going to be the schoolyard, that big development. Yeah, big old thing. So they've been in Santee their whole life. And uh, and I, we used to go there because it was all ages. Yeah. And, and our drummer, uh, Jason, was uh, 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 under 21. So we'd go there, and he'd get the big black X on his hand. But that used to be our stomping ground. We'd go there and just have fun at Mulvaney's. And then, you know, 10, 15 years later, I'm like, I want to buy that place. I, or I want to I want to lease that place. So, yeah. Um. But so yeah, my whole most of my kid to semi at some point I had to uh, derail from my father and go get a, a real job. And yeah, it, well, it's it's hard to 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 have the um, I guess the in, instability of, of small business ownership because this it can go high and low and high and low all the time. Yeah, and so just. Having like the, you got to have benefits. You have to have all the. All and, the and I thought about it. I'm like, I want to start a family and I want to have, I want to make real money, not the money one day we'll make if we all work together kind of thing. You know, that's a family business thing. We'll, yeah. we'll get there one day. Um, so I. I, I want to get paid now. <laughs> I need to get any money now so I can have kids. Yeah. So, uh, so I went off into the professional world, went to school and then, uh, and, and started at the company I'm with now. And I've been there for, for years. It's been a really good 
really good company. And which um, we're not going to mention a bit, the fantastic company. Yeah. It's one of, it was the, one of the largest employers in San Diego. We have a large campus and um, we're really involved in the technology and we are the technology leaders basically of the world. Yeah. And you um, do, and you're, you have a broadcasting role you were mentioning earlier. Yeah. So um, that was before we got on the headphones here. Yeah. yeah. So uh, in, when I turned 28, um, I was still really young. I was I was there for 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 some time, and I had an opportunity to take a management position in the production uh, the production space. So, I basically created an entire department, a department number, the rules, the policies, procedures, and we had you know a full production department. Cause so you're just like a natural born leader. It seems like I mean in its just, own way. I just like to you know I like to I'm a dreamer and I'm a doer. Yeah. I, I see something and I'm like. And I'm, I'm, I consider myself relatively smart and, and, um, you know, oh, pay, for sure I, you're sharp. I pay yeah. attention to I pay attention to what people say and I pay attention to what people do. Hey, listening, you know, and a lot of people lose that. Um, I mean, I talk a lot, as you could tell, yeah. I've been talking a lot through this, but um, no, that's, that's what we're here for. We're, I'm here to listen. It's, it, it's <laughs> as interesting as it is for anyone else listening to this podcast. I'm interested too. Yeah. So I, um. So I, 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 I pride myself on actually listening and paying attention and seeing where the needs are in different areas. And in the corporate world, um, there's definitely needs. There's a lot of underperformers out there. And, and I just put forth the effort and the work ethic that I, that I learned growing up in a small business. So like you, when you're kind of feeling off or when you go and party and you don't feel good, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, you don't you don't call in sick, you know. You, yeah, you go to work. I, I just tomorrow sucks, and you just get through exactly. it. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. and and so the work ethic that I had and going into a corporate environment, it it kind of blew the socks off a lot of folks that have been there for a while. And so I had an opportunity to take a management position, and it was uh, it was very fun. It was very challenging, and it really jump started my career in the corporate world. So, um, but production world is, is always been my, my thing. I've always loved production. It goes back to high school. I was in drama yeah, and, um, I was on the, the technical staff. I did the lights, the audio and the stagecraft, all that. And, um, it's really cool to see myself, you know, 30 years later in, in industry and been in a job for over 20 something years and, um, still applying all those tasks yeah, and, and, to, and skills and, and getting to see all the new technology in, in, in audio and visual and, um, and display technology. So it's been really fun. And on the side doing all the fun stuff I do, Dino's pub, Riverwalk grill and all that. It's, it's, uh, it's been, it's been, it's been fun. So who, who owns the grill now? So I sold it to Joel and Nell, um, their local, uh, Santee, uh, Joel went to, um, Santana and he was, he's a, he's a local uh, Santee guy. And he was just somebody that was interested. I was just trying to give it, I, I talked to a couple food car, uh, food, food cart people that go to different things and set up their 10 by 10 and, and serve food because it's a unique place. It's, it's a, it's a place where it's kind of like shooting fish in a barrel. I mean, you have up to 10,000 people there for an event and you're the one with food and the one with, uh, you know, beer and wine. And yeah. you have an opportunity to showcase whatever your thing is. And so I talked to one of my buddies, um, uh, John Sweetfire Barbecue. He's at he's at uh, BNS all the time. And yeah, he, yeah. And, and, and uh, he just... He, I've had his stuff, like, at a golf tournament. Yeah. He's going to be at the golf tournament that we're both going to be at in, uh, next week. I am not going to be at it this year. Whoa. I know. I, I didn't have any staff for it, speaking of staff. Oh, man. But that's another fun Normally event. Normally I do those that's, ones. That's another fun event that we, we partake in and uh, volunteer for. And I love being a part of the community. And it, it's so awesome to to be able to have yourself come in here and now have this, this station to 
to get to know people better and to hear your story because we rarely get a time to sit down for an hour. Yeah. And, and talk shop ever, you know, it's like, hey, how's it going, man? Good, good, good. You know, I'm, we're at this thing. We're over here because we're, we're always setting up stuff, breaking stuff down. Yeah. And, I, and I try and be really involved, too, because there's no other reason besides I just enjoy it. You know, yeah, I don't too. I don't do things I don't like to do. Anymore. I'm old enough now, you know, and, and, and established enough. That if I'm doing something, it's because I want to be there yeah. doing it. And it's fun. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, and it's cool to be part of the community and to, to see your, you know, just all of your, your 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 friends and your and your coworkers and your you know future future good friends you know yeah and for me like you know there's so much that you do all the time like for your job right like you what you do that's your job it's what allows you to do and feel your passion and so like for me like I you know I love what I do you know it's great it's a good life and it provides but my passion is media and relationship building and volunteering and all these different things. And I think that I may have, well, talk to me in a couple of years. I think I may have figured out a way to combine all the things I like. Cause I like, you know, I like shooting the breeze. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, BSing around. I like helping people's businesses and I like helping the community. So if we can have a station to, to, to do all those things together yeah. I, I think we may, we may I, be on to I, I think it's awesome, and I would love to do it as well, but I already have my hat. I have many different hats. You and, have a lot of hats. And um, and one of the, I mean, uh, Erica and I talked about a while back um, starting a YouTube channel and having just, just doing some content, doing this, talking. Yeah, that's talking, what this is. Yeah, uh, you know. This audio. And um, and we, we, we told our kids we wouldn't do it until they graduated high school. <laughs> yeah, we don't embarrass them. Yeah, we don't embarrass them, and uh, and uh, and you're more than welcome to, to use the facilities here. No, no, we have. I trust me. I have enough. Uh, audio um, yeah, you stuff have enough play, toys. I, I, you got a lot of toys. I bet. I, I, have, I have plenty of audiovisual to, to to pull it off. Um, but um, uh, and since I've been busy uh, with Riverwalk Grill, and then now uh, yeah. Dino's, Dino's Pub for the last year and a half. Um, my wife had an opportunity. She started a YouTube channel, and she has what? a very cool YouTube channel. What's it called? Plug it. It's called Erica the Great. Erica the Great, nice. And um, and it's it's very it's a very cool YouTube channel because my wife is uh, like we talked about earlier, really cool person, but she's very uh, different. She's quirky. She's funny. And, oh yeah. And her videos, and she does all of the shooting, all of the editing. Um, and wow. she has, you know, like 30 minutes of content. She gets it down to five minutes ish. That's yeah. right. But, um, it's cool because it's who she is and, and the, and the folks that watch it and we have random people will literally, so everybody knows me, you know, it's Auntie. Oh, yeah. hey, it's, oh, now it's, oh, hey, it's Dino. Um, she's in the last couple months, we have people like, oh, are you Erica? Do you have that YouTube channel? And she's getting recognized. Wow. People we don't even know. And it's like, oh, and so. Somebody did it at Oktoberfest the other day. She's yeah. like, I watch all your videos and but it's it's cool just to see because it's it's a creative outlet for her um being herself and she doesn't have usually I've I've um, been a guest star a couple episodes over the time. One time she wasn't drinking beer, so she had this near beer stuff, the, the zero <laughs> yeah. and uh and so I was in one of those and I was in one of her rock tumbling, we couldn't get the rock to anyways, it, she's very cool, very quirky, and people love it and respond to it well and I think it's great that you get to see the person that I've been with for 30 years. And I get to see all of her 
uh, you know, yeah, all how she is, and and it really comes across well in her videos. So, um, I I encourage you to check those oh, out. I, I I do I noted that for sure, and I'll and I'll tag it in all this stuff as well. So this is great. So Dino's Pub, Dino. one year anniversary, one year anniversary, February fourth. It's going to February fourth. It's going to be Saturday. Awesome. I reached, I reached out to the band. So our first our grand opening night. We had so many people in there. We had we got proclamations from the senator, from the county, yeah. county board of supervisors, Nathan Fletcher, city of La Mesa. Yeah. And it was just really cool to see all those different groups come together. We had a killer band called I-90. They're a cover band that plays out here. They play awesome. at my, my, my buddy's bar, um, uh, Michelle Bailey. She has Full Circle out in Santee. She's awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, they play at uh, BNS, uh, PIB. So I asked them, I said, can you play my grand opening? I'd love to have a cool band. Yeah. And, um, and uh, so they played, and we had so many people. We had to actually stop letting people in, and it looked like one of those Hollywood clubs out front. <laughs> we had people lined up, and we're like, okay, you can't come in until we some We can't get shut leave. down the first night. <laughs> yeah. And uh, no, because uh, we're uh, one of the, 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 the key things I focus on, um, the all-inclusiveness of, of, of Dino's Pub, is we have a very big LGBT um, clientele because I've been part of that community for 26 years. Yeah. And, um, so I wanted to put, I want, I put some purposeful intent in there with that. And on the law enforcement side, a lot of my family members are law enforcement. A lot of people don't know Erica was a uh, San Diego County, uh, sheriff's, uh, she worked in a prison. She was corrections officer, correctional facilities yeah. officer. So, um, uh, so just our whole family, uh, was law enforcement. I have a lot of friends, uh, that are law enforcement. So I wanted to make it. So that night we had, probably 10 law enforcement officers, you know, they're off duty, but they're in there having yeah. fun. And we, since then we've had big things. I'm actually going to be, um, I'm looking to uh, put a, get a sponsorship in the informer in informant, which is the local uh, San Diego County uh, yeah, police yeah, yeah. officer association uh, newsletter. They send out once a month and but, have, and they have in your inclusive <clears throat> environment. I mean, cause there's so many places that are like, you know, just identified as like a sports bar, or this bar, just because you're like me, you're, I'm I'm friends with everybody. Every, no, nothing bothers me. Yep. I mean, every every you know nowadays it just seems it just seems so weird that there are any sort of boundaries. It, it, it's weird, and that's why I said it's weird in 2022 when I opened to have to say we're we're an LGBT uh, plus friendly. Location. Yeah, this seems like you're just a human being at this point. There's just yeah. that's just it's just every there's just so many types of people now, um, different. Just everything. It's like I just can't believe that these things are even popping up. It's like, why are we even talking about it? Get on with the subject. I yeah, got everyone. I don't care what you do. You know, yeah, as long it's as like, you're a cool person. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I do weird shit too. You know, yeah. like you know, everyone does what they're gonna do. You know, I'm not trying to be everyone's friend. I'm just yeah, just be nice, be genuine. Yeah. And that's so cool. You to be bringing that here to, to yeah East County, and this is the furthest east, east. I thought I could go and and have that kind of be a forward. Uh, forward-looking thing and, 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 and purposeful intent there. Um, I have some policies at Dino's Pub, on which most people like, don't have policies. Yeah. Um, one of them is, is no aggressive behavior. And, and wow. one of the things that happens in any kind of environment, you know, some people, they get drunk. Yeah. They, they have a couple drinks or they, you know, they get tipsy. They, they have, they, they, they're aggressive. Yeah. And, and if that's not nipped in the bud, then it can turn into fights or, yeah, or stuff like that. Yeah, immediately, yeah. Which, which I don't want to have. That's no, not, not that spot. 
And that's not the vibe I'm going for. And so that's one, that's the first policy um, on the wall when you come into Dino's, uh, no cuts, no colors. Um, I had a friend that had a bar and- um, No cuts, no colors. No cuts, no colors. Uh, cuts are um, uh, motor, uh, motorcycle clubs uh, oh, jackets that yeah. identify them. Ah, I never even heard that term and, before. And I, and I, uh, re- been on two wheels my whole life. I've yeah. been involved in a lot of, I've never been part of a club, a motorcycle club, but um, I've seen what it, it's done to my buddy's bar in Santee when, uh, you know, if, if one club's in there and then another club comes in there and then that can create aggression. So, so uh, no cuts, no colors, no colors. Like, you know, if you have like a, uh, I don't know, no cuts, no colors is yeah. one of the policies. <laughs> yeah. No, um, uh, no aggressive behavior, which is, which has helped us. Cause it's, you know, I've, I've had a couple people, you always have that one friend when he gets, you know, he gets oh, a little yeah. bit like, oh. <laughs> I got a cousin like that. His shirt will be off. He'll be throwing yeah. down before you know yeah. it. <laughs> and you know, like, and I've, and I, and in the beginning we, to kind of change the clientele around a bit, we, we were really, you know, that, that was a really big thing we were keeping an eye on. And we had one night. smart. It's good business too. Yeah. yeah. Because you don't want to go in there like if 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 you're a, a little guy and you have a you know a, a girlfriend or a boyfriend hot and you guys are a good couple you come in you don't want the one guy in there that has whatever feelings he has against whatever to oh get yeah that's that's usually you. what starts the fights I actually ran into a buddy of mine at the <laughs> women in leadership conference and he had this giant black eye I'm like bro you can't just, he's like you know, it basically came down to he's at a bar downtown after one of the playoff games for the Padres who we all love. And some guy was like interested in his wife, and like you know, one thing led he got punched in the face. And you know, yeah, like, yeah. So I I keep an eye on that. One night we had somebody get a little aggressive at the pool because he lost a game or something. And I went over to him politely, and I and I told all my staff, my security staff, and everyone, you lead with kindness. I, I don't care if the person is not being kind. You lean with yeah. kindness and um and diffuse the situation. But I I went up to him and I said, Hey buddy, it looks like, you know, you're getting a little aggressive and you're, you look like you're feeling a little bit, you know, uh, you know, a little excited there. I said, I'm gonna have to ask you to leave. We, we, I really appreciate you being here, but uh, I think, I think tonight's you're, you're done with tonight and come back, you know, when you're feeling better the next day. And I just yeah. trying to, trying to, you know, diffuse. The and situation. that's all you can say to somebody because I mean, it is what is people and you, and being in a bar, it, it attracts, you know, all types. Yep. At any time. And you want to have a place that all types are are respected at there as yeah. well. And you don't want to have to worry about going in there and getting like mad dog from somebody or like, no. having, and that's not the vibe at Dino's. We don't have that. And, yeah. I'm, and I, and I want to continue to put forth that uh, at, on the front foot. Like I want a place where people feel comfortable, feel safe. Um, you could still have fun. We still have cool music and, being part of the music for for so many years and seeing how the musicians were treated, that is one of the cool things about Dino's Pub. I, you know, I own the place. I can do what I want, and I have bands all from all genres. I know we gotta get my my cousins in a band called Urethane. I don't know if you heard of those guys yet. It's Steve Cabarello, uh, the band's uh, sponsored skater from Tony Hawk era. Yeah, no, I remember he's a guitar player in that band there, but they're out of you know La Mesa area here. So oh, sweet, we need to get them in there. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've had everything from country to. <laughs> Um, to uh, I, 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 the Brown Liquor Party Band was there. Brown Liquor Party Band, it was nice. A bunch of strings, a washboard, and it was just a really cool jammy kind of yeah. jamster band. But and we had a punk rock night once. Yeah, that, that one. I like all music, yeah. so for me, like I, I pop punk was <laughs> that's still my bread and butter. Me too. 
and it's terrible to, to say that because it's like I'm listening to this <laughs> to the same high school drama songs, but it, it's what I'm I into. I love pop punk, and I had a I had a um, a national tour act come through last week. Wow! Yeah, they were down from Seattle, and it was a pop punk night. We had four bands in the lineup, and uh, we've had a couple different pop punk lineups. Uh, one of my buddies is a uh, promoter um, back east somewhere. Do you edge like, into the emo at all? Uh, we've had a couple of yeah. the emo y kind of yeah. bands. None of the screamo, though. Yeah. I, uh, that and hardcore punk. Yeah. Like, I don't want to become a tower bar. No, yeah. No offense to tower bar. Yeah. It works. I've been there. Yeah. But um, I don't want that aggression. So I try to stay away from some of the harder core punks. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, there's a great band called Wallbash Canyons, uh, Cannons. And um, uh, Nikki, she's a sweetheart. And it's old school punk. It's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's up there. Yes. And but she's she's uh, advanced age, and there's like her the audience that came to see him were like 50, 60 year old guys, and they had their drink, they had their phone recording her, and they're just like bobbing their head, and I'm like, this is what I want. This is what I need. Yeah, I don't need young punks running around uh, no, knocking yeah. over people because no. that's not what my vibe is there. And so so I've made some adjustments to the music, but we have great music, and I love female lead singer bands, and we yeah. have two this weekend. That's awesome. And uh, we have Crim- and you- Crimson Coil. I, know, Crimson I don't know Coil. when this this is going to come out, but they- this should come out within the next day or two. So yeah. So cr- on Friday we have uh, Crimson Coil, which is a great. Uh, Depends if I get drunk at Dino's Pub or not, and then yeah. get lazy. You know. Yeah, so she's uh, she's amazing, uh, amazing lead singer of that band. And then on um, Saturday night we have another band with the f- lead singer, and she is amazing. And um, they've this is their second time coming back. Yeah, did they did they come in with that? Um, you you were mentioning for a second, and then I interrupted. It's some I have a new uh, touring manager friend coming. Yeah, no, this is one of the local bands, Chicken Wire. Chicken Wire. Yeah, they're 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 um this is their second time at Dino's, uh, female lead singer. Nice. They play um you know rock covers and uh, and then one of our best country bands. I want to call them our house band. Um, we kind of were one of the first stops they had when they came together in this new iteration. Um, and Miranda Marie, she's a sweetheart, and she sings for Branded. So Branded, oh, oh, yeah, uh, country. I've seen this. And um, they've been at Dino's a few times. They're going to play our New Year's Eve show. Oh, wow. And, now, um, I, now I know I'm doing a New Year's and Eve she's for real. A, a, just an amazing voice and a sweet person. Her and Al are, are part of Branded. And I just went up and uh, we watched them this last weekend at uh, Casino Inn because I want to support others. I mean, me and Eric still support all the all the, everywhere around. But the, yeah, the bands you now. You got to spread it around just as much as anyone else, you know. <laughs> So Miranda, I actually reached out to Miranda for this veterans golf tournament we are, we, oh, yeah. we're usually in, and um, and she's going to sing the the national anthem. So oh wow! She's really, she's really stoked. And are they having the flyover? Um, I'm not sure about the flyover this year. Uh, yeah. I haven't I haven't talked to Kristen uh, Kristen Dare and, yeah. and Mike about that just yet, but I'm excited that I was able to, you know, use my now even wider swath of, of folks that I've met throughout this first year at Dino's uh, Dino's pub uh, to like, Hey, reach out to them. And, and, and I call them all my, my bar owner friends. I call BNS PIB uh, yeah. full circle. If I have a band that they're playing at Dino's that they don't have yet, I'm like, you yeah, need you to, get to help these. all these artists out. I said, you need to get these. And I'm um, so far we've, we've gotten multiple bands. I'm like, I call them up and they're like, no, I've never heard of them. I said, these are a solid band, and they're awesome. And um, hopefully I get to use some of that influence on our uh, concert nights next year at uh, the Santee. For sure. Santee concert nights. And what kind of beers do you serve at Dino's? So in the beginning, I was serving. So I have the standards. You have Bud Light, Coors Light. You yeah. need to have those. 
You have hey, East County water. Yeah. <laughs> you have the, the Mexican beers. So yeah. a Modelo, Pacifico, and um, uh, Stella, not a Mexican beer, but those are the, like yeah. staples. And uh, I was trying to do local, my, my local breweries from Santee. Yeah. Because I love them. Absolutely. So I had. Little Miss is out there now, but they're not from Santee. Yeah. yeah so I had BNS. I had PIB. Um, I did Burning Beard, which I love Burning Beard. Yeah. They're, they're awesome over yeah. there. Um, and I was having a hard time selling them. I'm like, it, they're five miles away and nobody knows, nobody heard of them. And I was trying to push them. So, um, so I've, I've, I've changed them around a little bit just cause we weren't moving. Yeah. On. You got, it's business. It's business. So we still have a, a BNS on, we have three punk ale, which started in Santee, wow. but they're now down in Chula Vista. Kevin, he's an awesome guy. And they have a Rolando red, which is, uh, which is one of the very few red IPAs out yeah. there. I'm an IPA guy. So we have, we have good IPAs. Um, right now on tap, we have Coors Light, Bud Light, uh, a BNS, Wheatland's Raspberry. We have a uh, society pupil. That's a good one. We have um, uh, Stone Delicious. Mm-hmm. We have uh, that's my like I'm getting drunk on beer, beer, yeah. beer. Because <laughs> I, for me, I kind of go like, like when I'm drinking, like I don't drink like I used to at all. I think everyone has those phases, but like for me, if I'm like I'm just gonna have a drinking night, like I know I'm going to a show or something. It's gonna be I, for me. It's the Stone Delicious. I don't know what it is about those. But I have like four or five of those things. Those will mess you up. Yeah, those are seven plus. Percent. Yeah, maybe a shot of whiskey, and you're good to go. Yeah. So when we opened, we I wanted to do a house shots and house drinks because you know we're a bar. I, yeah. We don't have food. We let them do it. So since we opened during COVID, I wanted to make a play on you know the virus and the vaccine. <laughs> so I have a Dino's virus and a Dino's <laughs> vaccine. Wow. And one of my favorite shots of all time is a kamikaze because it's easy it doesn't punch you in the face it's kind of like oh it's you know some vodka and some fruit juice yeah and um so i i went with my my booze vendors and i'm like okay i want to make a dino's virus and a dino's vaccine so we worked with them and and my uh one of my bar leads at the time to put together two house shots so one of them's red and one of them's green the (laughs) vaccine is red yeah and the virus is green and they're basically a play on, on kamikazes. They're made with uh, vodka. One's made with a cherry limeade vodka and um, cranberry juice. That's the vaccine. It's the red one. And the virus is made with uh, vodka and um, uh, sour opera pucker. Wow. So the, the, the funny thing about this, <laughs> funny thing about this, everything since the beginning we've opened, Yeah. if we put... Because they're five dollar shots, they're house shots. Nice yeah. size, yeah. Five dollar house shot, yeah. Five dollar shot, I'll take it. And we have a six dollar Jameson. So I mean, I got Jameson. Yeah. You have to have the JMO. I I went to a concert. Real quick, funny story. I went to the yeah. concert. Me and Erica went to Romstein. When I, I got, <laughs> yeah, I got back from India a couple of weeks ago. We went to the um, the uh, LA Coliseum. Lots of Romstein. fire. Yes, I lots. saw it was people awesome. updating from there. We went to a bar there, and uh, we got two Jamesons with picklebacks, and it was thirty dollars. And I said, Ooh. uh. And I never asked this. I, 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 I just that sounded absorbent to me. And I and she's like, oh yeah, they're four, fifteen or they're fourteen dollars a piece. Yeah. And I was like, fourteen dollars. I said, I'm charging way too little for my my Jamesons for yeah. the first six months for five dollars. And we went through so many, and I didn't want to undercut our other bars around here. Five dollars is too cheap for a Jameson shop. Yeah. So I mumped it up to six bucks. But these Dino virus and vaccine. If we ever do a um, like a flyer and say house shots, Dino's virus, Dino. We get the the Zuck uh, uh, <clears throat> warning label. Oh my god, <laughs> the Zuckerberg, the Facebook warning. And I'm not I'm not talking. We're not putting it in the text form. It's just in the picture of the flyer. Wow. They're scrubbing words and pictures, and so I get a uh, a COVID 
vaccine warning on every single post for Dino's Pub because now I thought it'd be cool uh, since we've opened. Wow. Because uh, I thought it'd be cool to have a play on Dino's vaccine, Dino's virus. Yeah. And um, that's what, those are the drinks we're giving away at uh, Brews and Bites and we'll be doing it at the, um, at the golf tournament coming up because our, our house shots, they're good and they're not too strong, you know? Yeah. So, but yeah, the, 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 I get that warning label on every single post. Oh everywhere. my. Yeah. I, I, I just, with, with all this stuff, that's why with, you know, Elon doing his thing. I'm, I'm trying to build up uh, my Twitter again. I know that's good. It's really hard to get Twitter followers. You know, Facebook, Instagram, it's super easy. Twitter, it's like, I'm like campaigning a little bit, I guess, because I want to have it good for the show. And I think it's going to yeah. be long term because as you're doing more like, you know, of uh, like an influence for, you know, businesses and Twitter, just for whatever reason, just seems to be a good platform for that. But I got, I'm up to 15 followers and like a few days of like working at it, like asking people to, you know, people just aren't on it. I, I will make sure I follow your, your Twitter. I, thank you. I'm not a big Twitter person. I wasn't a big Instagram person, but I knew Instagram is the younger folks. Yeah. I'm older. I feel like an old man. Uh, Facebook is my jam. Yeah, me too. That's my fave. And I realized that, um, I never went out there and, and sold and pimped myself for Facebook followers. Yeah. Like the likes. Yeah. Facebook was different. But I see now, I saw the other day, I was logged on somebody else's and it shows you like the most liked bars. And I'm like, well, I need to start asking for likes. So if you're listening to this, like, like you Dino's. go to Facebook and like my Dino's because I need to get those numbers up. I didn't know it was a thing. I didn't know that's something you're supposed to do. Yeah. So it's kind of like your like unspoken like review system, right? It's like almost like having a bunch of likes and follows and stuff. And you can get fake ones to pay for it. Never do that. Like my box, we have like a, like a couple thousand on Instagram and about a thousand on uh, Facebook. But those people actually like us. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's not like you know, we're a storage company. You're a bar. It should yeah. be a lot easier. Well, I've never even asked any. And I finally did one night uh, with some of the some of the ladies that came in. They're uh, old soccer moms because I was a soccer coach yeah. for 15 years in Santee. So I said, hey, have you guys liked uh, Dino's Pub on Facebook yet? I said, give us a like because... It, 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 um, I guess it, it plays with the algorithm. Oh, too. it totally does. So if you have more likes, then the, my post might show up on your feed yeah. a little more frequently than. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause it's more relevant yeah, and it's active. Cause our other, our other local bars, yeah. they've been there for some of them 20 years. I mean, That's my whole space. I built up, uh, my box, ice cold storage and even the East County chamber, regional chamber of commerce, um, through social media. And so that for me, like when I was up, learning uh how to sell paper shredding with my company up in uh out of oakland facebook all those things were just starting so i would go to these like little, little focus groups things one was called boost and facebook still does it sometimes when it's not a pandemic but they would train you on how to like maximize your business exposure with all these things but yeah so it's a, it's a very crucial part is to have those likes and follows and all that so when you're building your brand you know it and for people that you know like the services, give that business a like because it's really going to help them out long term. And for your pub, you could even do something like having uh, like on your coasters or like a little like, hey, just 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 a reminder because people are sitting there waiting for their drink or whatever. Well, I was going to get coasters, but I have to tell you, and I don't know if it was pandemic prices, but coasters are ridiculously expensive. They're wow. like. 29 cents each everything is ridiculously expensive and these days yes and, oh <laughs> yes <laughs> and so i'm like i was just looking in, in the beginning we spent a lot of money to open the doors so i'm like let me just wait a little while 
to get some of the custom stuff, like, you know, the pop-up that has my logo on it. That's $1,000. Most people are not. A 10 by 10 that you buy $100 at Walmart. Yeah. You get one, a commercial quality one with your logo on it. It's $1,000. Oh, yeah. They're so, I have one for my box. They're, yeah, once your logo, once you start adding that stuff, you get the good quality one. Well, what you could do maybe, and then we're getting off subject, but it's still on subject. It's what the show's about, just business and everything. Uh, I've seen permanent placards people have where you can just scan the QR codes and it has all their stuff on it. So yeah, you yeah. can literally put those around the bar, bathroom, when you're in line for the bathroom, have yeah. one right there maybe, you know? Yeah, cool scan. Give us a scan. I, I might spur just to... Don't, just don't take any other types of pics and post them yeah. from the bathroom. I might, yeah, I might be... Uh, I might start asking people for likes because I, I saw that... Um, in the business world, and it's and it's of uh, it it helps the business without having to pay the money. Like Yelp, I love Yelp. Oh, they like, they charge. Yelp is expensive. They yeah. want they want like ten dollars a day. Yeah, on some of their advertising kits, and I'm like, oh, I don't make that much yet. Yeah, I, I'm still well, paying for. Yeah, what you what you could do is. Uh, remind people, hey, look, we run promotions on our social media. Make sure to follow and like us, all that type of stuff. That way you'll yeah. you can get a special deal. Or maybe give them like a, you know, half off their first beer or something if they give a – start really uh, pay, paying for – Free know. beer tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, free, free beer was yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yesterday. And, and that's why I have a lot of friends that um, that are just been friends for a long time. They're like, oh, you're coming, you're giving me free drinks. I'm like, you know – and at first I'm like, yeah, no, you know, whatever. And then I started thinking, I'm like – I, especially uh, yesterday when I had to pay four thousand dollars in taxes yeah. for the last month, and then you don't even have John Taffer coming in there. And I'm sitting there going, I'm sitting there going, I, now it's not. I won't. It, it is offensive. I, I wanted to use a better word. I wanted to yeah, find it's it. It's offensive. Better. If you're asking Dino for free beer, <laughs> I was like, as soon as the beer company gives me beer for free, as soon as I don't have to pay ten thousand dollars for rent, and yeah. as soon as the federal government doesn't ask me for five thousand dollars every couple weeks, it looks like. And at Workman's Comp, and I don't have to pay my employees. I that's ha- when I can give you free beer. I have a funny joke about friends and family and being in business. I've worked for myself pretty much my whole life in one aspect or another. Um, the friends and family discount is 30% more. that's what it is that would you get you should pay me more because you're going to ask me more questions you're going to text me on my cell phone you're going to bother me all the time the person just goes online and orders (laughs) yeah and i don't mind like i have some regulars i was i was talking about earlier i'll go in there and you know i'll buy them around i'll buy them a shot i'll have a beer with them yeah because they're spending their they're there every day they support they're being friendly to new customers yeah they're creating a positive environment that's, you know, if you've never been there, and I have a million friends, well, I have hundreds of friends that have said, oh, I haven't made it to your place yet, but I've been meaning to. And I'm like, okay, it's coming up on a year. And I want to <laughs> say to them, I'm like, you know, if you opened a bar and you're like, hey, I got the bar. I'm like, well, let's go check it out. But that's just me. Yeah, that's what I would do. That happened to me. Then we swung by over there. Remember, I was like, oh, no, I just, you know, but I moved. Yeah. And so for me, it was like I moved and then I cut back on drinking for a minute there. I was working on health. I had a health. That's why I'm 98% plant-based. Oh, wow. Look at you. Yeah, I don't, I don't eat meat and dairy 98% of the time. So it was either take this blood pressure medicine and not drink or change your lifestyle. Hey, that's that's good. That's a good choice. I mean, we're getting to the age where we have to start thinking about that stuff. Uh, for many years, when you're younger, you don't think about all of that and um and and you start it starts to get to where that 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 lifestyle can abuse your body and you have to you know have to keep an eye on it so yeah 
I totally get that. And um, but I, I just I had a lot of friends. Like you know, I had one last night. We went out to uh, La Palapa for for Taco Tuesday, which is the spot. Yeah, we went uh, went out there. I love my my carne asada burrito a la carte and some chips and salsa all day long. Um, but we went out there and there were some friends like, oh hey dude, hey. yo we still haven't made it out there yet. We're gonna go out there yet. And I'm like, I can't tell you how many times I've been hurt. I heard that in the last two weeks. <laughs> So all, to all my friends out there that say, hey, I'm waiting to check that. Come check it out. We have great music. We have tonight's karaoke. Tonight's karaoke? Every single I don't, I know I don't have plans after 4 o'clock today. So I think, yeah. what time so, does it start? It, it doesn't start till 8. Till 8? Wow, that's to, that's bedtime. I know. I used to start it at 7 because I did everything early for me because in the beginning I was there. Yeah, night. but the, 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 the people that are showing up yes. to karaoke, they're not, you know, they're not so, you know, our age. So every Wednesday, karaoke, um, uh, we, we, do, we have some really cool events I want to talk about before we wrap this up because at some point we have to wrap this up or yeah. I'll talk forever. Yeah, um, for sure. So Monday nights we have uh, a, a group that comes in and they do um, line and partner dancing every Monday night seven thirty. Yeah, and they're an organization um, out of uh, uh, a San Diego. They're called San Diego Coasters. They're a great organization, and they come in. We we spoke with them. They during COVID they kind of lost their their permanent spot, um, and they come in and do some training and basically it's just a fun event. They do line dancing. We move all the tables wow. out of the way. They play their music. So that's Monday nights. Um, Tuesday nights is just open. We have a couple pool leagues in there. Wednesday nights we have uh, karaoke from 8 pool to midnight. Pool leagues, that's yeah. cool. I didn't even know about yeah, that. We, got, we, just were, we were just um, awarded the La Mesa Courier, which is one of the local things yeah. here. Uh, the silver best place to play pool or something in really? in, in, in La Mesa wow. this year. So I just found out yesterday I got that somebody sent me. Congrats. A, yeah. So we have all and, the wins. Yeah. So uh, Wednesday nights, the karaoke eight to 11 Thursday nights, we have bingo and trivia. The coolest event. We built this up from the ground there and we were getting to, you know, 50, 60 people coming in to play this. And then Thursday night football started. And the very first for Thursday night football was one people wanted to watch. Since then, nobody cares about Thursday night football. <laughs> so I moved our, our our stuff to Tuesdays and it messed it up. So we're back to Thursdays. We're going to keep it forever. So bingo and trivia. And our bingo is different than the, you know, I-9. It's it's word bingo. Yeah. So, and we have different themes. We did an 80s night theme and everybody came dressed up in 80s. <laughs> we do dirty word bingo, which we uh, can yeah. do because we're you're, not doing that at a brewery. We're at a Yeah, you're at 21 up. So, so this week we have uh, my buddy has been doing trivia forever. Uh, Phil's trivia, uh, he does it at the hole in the wall down by Liberty Station. And when I open a bar, I say, "Hey, can you come do trivia?" So we've been trying to build up the trivia nights, and it's all general knowledge, not super hard. So that's Thursday night, tomorrow night at seven, and then Fridays and Saturdays we always have. Well, ninety nine percent of the time we have a live band on on Fridays and Saturdays, and they start wow. at eight. So and no cover ever. I. That's the one thing I'd rather you come in and buy two beers for $10 than charge you $10 to come in. Yeah. <laughs> and because you're getting something. I hate going to places. You don't know the band. You don't know anything about it. And they're going to ask you to pay money. It's like, how about I just buy yeah, some Yeah, just tip drinks? your bartender, you know. Yeah. So um, so the, I, I when when I started, you know, I'm like, we're never going to do cover. And some of the more expensive bands are like, well, just charge a cover. And I'm like, I don't want to charge a cover. I'd rather you bring people and they buy beer. That's my cover. I mean, yeah. so... So Fridays and Saturdays are always, and then Sundays, free pool day. Right now we wow, have the Sundays is free pool, free, free pool on Sundays, and we have the Sunday ticket. I didn't get it last year because we opened up like you know there's three weeks left. Yeah, uh, just I want to put this out there. Yeah. No, uh, 
I never knew what Sunday ticket was, how much it cost. Oh, for bars, it's really yes. expensive. So I we went online and said, hey, we have this little bar, da da da. We have a couple TVs, you know, whatever. And they said six thousand dollars. Wow. And I almost fell over when my bar manager told me that. I said, Amy, that is robbery. And I don't know who they I don't know how any small business in the world, because that is, and it's only 16 weeks or 17 weeks, and three, two games a week. I did the math, and it was like $280 a day that we showed a game. That first 280 would go to them. Wow. So I was freaked out, and I'm like, oh. so I finally got talked to somebody. We, we got it, the price way down. You know, I said, we're brand new. We can't afford that, but we have direct TV, so we have the Sunday NFL package. Nice. It's awesome. So Sundays we have. Do you do um, red zone at all on one of the TVs, or is that included? Uh, Red Zone is from Cox, right? Or is that? A different... I thought that was. I don't know. I, I I stopped watching football when the when this team I you know I know left left town. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not a big. I, I'm a soccer guy. And yeah. We're, we're, well, that's gonna be great this year, World Cup. Yeah, yeah, World Cup. So we have we have a bunch of TVs. We have a big screen. I have I have a, a laser projector in there because AV is my world. So I have a really nice projector. Wow. It's not one of those. Yeah, yeah. Cheese ball ones you can't see. It's like boom. It looks yeah. 4K. It's a 4K projector. So um, on the important games, we put it up on the big screen. But we have, you know, so Sundays is our you know, free pool and have yeah. beer. It, we our beers are all. We have beers for three dollars if, you, if you're on a budget. Yeah, most hey, of that, other beers. That, are, that's, that's, I know I'm getting. Yeah, four <laughs> and five beers, five dollar beers. The expensive beers are you know seven eight bucks, but you know they're good beers. So. And so Dino's Pub, what's your address? It's a five two eight six Baltimore Drive. Right off of Fletcher Parkway. So if you know, if anybody knows La Mesa, there's a co- there's one Costco in La Mesa, and there's one El Torito in La Mesa. So either one of those, I can get you there. The El Torito, <laughs> you go down the hill, yeah, and right past that light on the left, there's a big yoga studio. We're right up from the yoga studio. If you know the Costco, that is Fletcher Parkway, right there at Baltimore. You turn, go up that a little bit. We're on the left, so we're on the west side of Baltimore. We're called the Baltimore West Shopping Center, and um, you'll see my. Uh, my big head on everything. It's all about it's all about branding. I wanted people to know where they could come to if they had a complaint or if they wanted to say, "Hey, that's a cool place." So, um, the logo is me. And if you check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, it's all Dino's Pub. So Dino's Pub at, or Dino'sPub.com. Dino'sPub.com. Well, I'm so happy to have you here, Dino, and and cheers to your success at the pub. And thank you for all you do for the community. I hope everyone uh, goes. If you're one of the Dino's friends and you haven't gone to the pub yet, go to the pub and give them some money. (laughs) And don't ask for a discount. (laughs) Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me here today. You're welcome, buddy. Bye.